Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino, takes a deep dive into cancel culture and its negative effect on Christians across America. We'll also have a Bible in the News report with Jerry Tyson, and Larry Stam will have a Messianic Minute. Watchmen on the Wall is here to help you make sense of the nonsense that's all around us. One of the ways we do that is through our podcast. You can now listen to insightful interviews, current events from a biblical perspective, and prophecy that helps you bring clarity to the chaos. Subscribe today to both of our podcasts, Watchmen on the Wall and In the Beacon's Light. You can get these podcasts on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and TuneIn. So be sure and subscribe to our podcast today. This month, we're offering a special thank you gift to all of our supporters. God's Promise Box, a beautiful painted canvas cloth box depicting the Lion of Judah looking over the holy city of Jerusalem. This box is filled with Bible verses that remind us every day of God's promises. It's our hope that this will be a daily encouragement to you and your family. Get your Promise Box for a gift of $100 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order this special thank you gift online at swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Things are chaotic in America. Liberal policies are advancing, a rash of executive orders appears to be moving the nation closer to socialism, and a one-world government. And many Christians are being censored as never before. There's even a term, cancel culture, which 64% of Americans believe poses a threat to their freedom. Author Steve Strang has a brand new book, God and Cancel Culture. Larry Spargimino recently sat down with Steve Strang to discuss this new book and how we all need to stand up to cancel culture and stand strong before it's too late. Steve Strang is the author of God and Donald Trump, among other books. He's also the founder and CEO of Charisma Media. He's interviewed four U.S. presidents, and he is on the show with us right now. Steve, what a privilege to have you on once again. Well, thank you, Pastor. I always enjoy being on with you. You always ask good questions. <laughs> well, I always like to read the books, especially your books. They're so good. Steve, your book is filled with true life stories, how cancel culture is robbing us of our God-given rights and constitutional freedom. So, what is cancel culture? And give us some examples of how it is affecting all of us. Well, cancel culture is nothing new. Tyrants have been using it to eliminate any kind of opposition. Now, we see it today in places like North Korea, communist China. You know, there are a lot of examples. Hitler, of course, used it. But we never thought we would see it in the land of the free and the home of the brave here in America because we have constitutional rights. Yet there are those you know, I would generally say they're on the left, who like to quiet any kind of dissent. And really, it comes down to stifling Judeo-Christian values that are in our culture at many different levels. 
And my main concern is the cancel culture is coming after Christianity. And we have seen this. It's been happening for decades, but it's almost happening at warp speed. You know, now that the left is in charge of academia and the media almost entirely, since they hold the levers of power in in the government, they're imposing their rights. And now this is relatively new, where private businesses, in this case mainly big tech, are jumping in to cancel things they don't like. So you can use Mike Lindell as one of the best examples of cancel culture. First of all, he backed Donald Trump, which got him into a lot of trouble, and then he started asking questions about the election. There's lots of evidence that there was fraud in the election, and any time we have fraud in any election, local, state, or federal, it needs to be investigated because our election system must have integrity or people won't believe it. So because of that, he was taken off social media. Then he does a documentary to present his evidence called Absolute Proof. That was taken down. However, it went viral And if I remember the number, he claims that 150 million people saw it. But then stores started canceling his pillows. If I remember the number correctly, it's in the book. 23 big box stores like Bed Bath & Beyond, Kohl's, and others quit carrying his pillow. What does that have to do with anything? We've never seen anything like that. And these are just a couple of many, many examples in the book, Guide and Cancel Culture, that should concern any reader and certainly any American. Mike Lindell has the tremendous foreword. He tells how he's been blocked from Twitter, sued by Dominion Voting Systems, and like you point out, has had retailers pull his products from their shelves. So this is a total war against free speech. He has a right to investigate. I agree with you, and it was a real honor for him to do the foreword. I think that adds a lot of credibility, of course. And I've enjoyed getting to know him over the past year. But it is a war. Thank God it's not a shooting war, but it's a clash. And the other side seems to want to do anything to win, which means when it comes to LBG, uh, how do you say it? LB. LGBTQ. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, those rights, mm-hmm. um, if you happen to stand for biblical values, which has been the basis of our culture, our society, until very recent decades, they cancel you. It happened to my publishing house, Charisma House. We published a book in the early 2000s called The Gay Agenda by Reverend Lou Sheldon, a very respected minister, now retired, who was sounding the alarm that there was this agenda to get all these special privileges and so forth passed for the gay community. It was a debate. It was somewhat controversial, but no big deal. At the time, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton both publicly said they thought marriage was between one man and one woman. So it wasn't controversial. The sales had really dwindled. You know, obviously, it's been well over a decade, probably about 15 years. And all of a sudden, last fall, Amazon, somebody, we don't know who it was, on their staff, presumably, went through and apparently called any book that they did not think had the right perspective on LGBTQ+. (laughs) And it's really the plus is the scary thing, because there are just all kinds of things that 
we don't talk about in polite society that could be included in the plus. And it just shows how far our country has slid, not only toward the left politically, but morally and spiritually. There are people who mock God, who, what we used to use the word blaspheme, we hardly use that term at all. And it's very serious in Christians, most of whom are really nice people, and, you know, they often live in a little bubble. I admit I live in a bubble. I live in my church community. I work with mostly Christians because of the nature of our publishing. I choose friends who are Christians. So I'm not confronted with this day by day, but yet it affects our culture, our schools, our government. And cancel culture is kind of the thing that's overall, because they're trying to cancel anything they don't agree with, anything. And it could lead to them canceling the Bible. And this has happened in history. In Europe, in the 1600s, people such as William Tyndale and others were burned at the stake for publishing the Word of God. Now, we think that could not happen in America but there's a lot of things that have happened in the last few years that we thought we would never see. Yes, yes. Well, how about COVID-19? In fact, you have a section on Dr. Stella Emanuel of America's Frontline Doctors that she shared a lot of stuff with you, and she believes and has had a lot of success with HCQ, hydroxychloroquine, and yet even my doctor says it doesn't work, and most of the doctors I know around here, they say, well, it's not good, it's bad for the heart, but uh, I know the frontline doctors, they speak very highly of it. You're right, and I'm not a doctor, but, you know, I have researched it partly for the book. I actually took hydroxychloroquine as a prophylactic to prevent it. And now most of the frontline doctors are saying ivermectin is better, so I take ivermectin. There are a lot of doctors who do believe in it, and because of teledocs, you can actually go to Dr. Stella, I think it's drstellamd.com or something like that. You could Google Dr. Stella Manual and probably find it. And so you can get it. Hydroxychloroquine is said to be as safe as Tylenol. It's used as anti-malarial. It has been for years. It doesn't cost very much. COVID-19 was not really that bad in Africa, even though they have terrible hygiene and medical facilities compared to what we have in America. But it's because people take these anti-malarials, and they found that off-label that it will help with this virus. I'm repeating what I've been told. I first heard about Dr. Emanuel when she and the other frontline doctors stood in front of the Supreme Court last August, almost exactly a year ago, and proclaimed what they were teaching in a seminar the same day. They were almost immediately banned from Facebook, then people would put it up, and that was banned. I mean, it's like maybe we should try to see if this works. It's inexpensive. This was, of course, before the vaccine came out. And she has been canceled again and again. She is a tough lady. She's a woman of God. I've gotten to know her. In fact, she wrote a book, Let America Heal, and nobody would touch it. You know, it's a proverbial 10-foot pole. But I read the book myself, and I felt that she made a very good case. It is not extreme. It just does not go along with the CDC and the others who are saying that it hasn't had this test, it hasn't had that test. The thing is that she has treated over 7,000 people with COVID-19, had only eight deaths, and each of them got 
the treatment very, very late and had other comorbidities. She has also given it as a prophylactic to over 20,000 people, including me. And I'm just trying to be safe. To me, it's safer than the vaccine. Again, I'm not a doctor, but, you know, the numbers are just horrendous. I read 12,000 people have died from the vaccine. Now, you hardly know who to believe anymore. In the book, I very carefully research this. There's all kinds of footnotes. If it's in the book, people can count on it. It's a little different when I'm talking (laughs) on a radio interview and don't know exactly what I need to research. But the numbers are close. And the thing is, it's horrible. It's a horrible number of deaths. And then there's all kind of anecdotal things. My wife and I went to a wedding three weeks ago. They only invited people who had had the vaccine or had the antibodies. Of the 60 people, 20 have come down with COVID-19. All of them had the vaccines, none who had the antibodies. I actually had the antibodies because I had a very mild case, and I think I had a mild case because I'd been taking hydroxychloroquine. I caught it on a very long trip, very long hours. I got absolutely worn out. I wore down my immune system. In the old days, I would have come home with a really bad cold or flu. This time I came home with a fairly mild case of COVID-19, and I'm just telling my own story, but my wife and I did not get it, and people at our table who had the vaccine, because we talked about it, of course, at the time, nobody knew. 20 people, one-third of the group got COVID. That tells me that we at least should be suspicious of the vaccine. You know, I think that there should be debate among the authorities, but the cancer culture tries to shut down anybody who disagrees with them. And I think that that's dangerous, and it goes way beyond the danger of COVID-19 itself. Sooner or later, we'll work through this. It'll be in the past like SARS was, like the swine flu and so forth. But it's a very dangerous thing, and we're losing our freedoms. I think you're absolutely right. Our leaders say, well, they're concerned about our health. Well, if they're concerned about our health... Why do they have open borders? I know Governor DeSantis was jumped on by President Biden because he refuses to mandate masks. But Governor DeSantis pointed out that there are about people from 100 different countries coming across the border. Many of them are being farmed out to different states, South Dakota, North Dakota, Kansas, to work on farms. About 20 percent of them are COVID-19 positive. So the government is not really interested in our health. The government has another agenda. It seems like their agenda is to destroy the United States of America. Well, sadly, I agree (laughs) with you. And this is not new. It's been going on for a long time but it seems to be getting worse and worse. It's manifested in lots of different ways. I go into it in the book. You know, everything from what happened to Mike Lindell, you know, they canceled the President of the United States. Think about it. They canceled the President of the United States on Twitter while he was a sitting president. I mean, they should be ashamed of themselves, but yet they take a moral superiority, they look down on conservatives, they call what we believe hate speech, etc., etc. They're the final arbiters of good and evil. But sadly, the Bible says that at some point people would call evil good and good evil. And I think that there's lots of examples. I talk about them in Guide and Cancer Culture. I believe it's my most important book. I think so. It's very carefully researched, and I hope people will 
buy it when it comes out. Right. Well, we're going to have you back for another show. And I want to talk about the hidden world of credit card processing. That is very frightening. But to our dear listeners, be sure to tune in with us. And the book is God and Cancel Culture Stand Strong Before It's Too Late. Pastor Larry and Steve Strang will continue their discussion on God and cancel culture next time. Get your copy of the complete conversation on cancel culture by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or simply order online, swrc.com. Today's Bible in the News report is coming up, but first, here is a Messianic Minute with Larry Stam. Shalom, friends. Larry Stam here with the Messianic Minute, Biblical Connections Through a Jewish Lens. The year of Jubilee, as described in Leviticus 25, was the sabbatical year, the 50th year after seven cycles of seven years. In ancient Israel, the Jubilee was a year of universal redemption as people were released from all kinds of indebtedness and bondage. Prisoners, captives, and slaves were set free and all debts were forgiven. The Jubilee presents a beautiful picture of the New Testament themes of redemption and forgiveness. Christ, our Redeemer, came to set free those captive to sin. Jesus paid our sin debt on the cross and those who trust in Him are forgiven forever. As Colossians 2, 13 and 14 states, God made us alive together with Him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us. Hallelujah. For more connections, visit our website at LarryStam.org or see our Larry Stam Ministries Facebook page. Larry Stam has a brand new book coming out next month, Jewish Roots of Christianity. In Jewish Roots of Christianity, Larry Stamm, a first-generation Holocaust survivor and Jewish follower of Jesus, examines the religion of the Old Testament and in its ultimate fulfillment in the Messianic hope as detailed in page after page of the New Testament. Be listening for your opportunity to get Jewish Roots of Christianity, the brand new book by Larry Stamm. We have new books and DVDs designed to strengthen and encourage your faith. Our website, swrc.com, now has over 800 items. New items are being added almost every day. swrc.com. Resources by Steve Strang, Larry Stamm, Tom Horn, J.R. Church, Jonathan Kahn, James Collins, Dr. Kenneth Hill, and many, many, many more. Hundreds of books and DVDs right there for you, your Sunday school class, homeschool, or small group, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. We are able to be here each day because of your prayers and financial support. When you purchase a book or DVD, you are helping us spread the truth that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Thank you. Host of the new podcast, In the Beacon's Light, Jerry Tyson has today's Bible in the News report, looking at the lateness of the hour. Hello, my friend. I wonder if you've been paying any attention to the things being done in the name of our government in recent days. At the risk of causing upset stomach, 
I would like to focus on some of what has been happening on today's Bible in the News. At this time, we have one who claims to be the President of the United States, but who is seeming to do everything he can to bring down our nation. Before you touch the dial, this is not going to be a political commentary. We need to focus on the lateness of the hour, not only for our nation, but for the current era in which we live. Everything seems to be falling apart. Who's in charge? What's the plan? Did you ever consider that this might be the plan? Somewhere along the line, you surely were in a situation that seemed as if there was no up or down, no plan, no purpose. You either kept with it until it found direction or you found the exit door. If nothing else, you learned a new definition for frustration. Right now, there seems to be no plan in our national direction. We have become a bad joke among many of the nations of the world, and our leaders seem to be scorned as they take afternoon naps. Consider, the founding of our nation was a glorious event. Virtually every one of our founding fathers acknowledged Christ, either as Savior or one whose leading was important. Gnashing his teeth during this time was one known as Satan. The last thing he wanted was a nation based on the Bible. So from the very beginning, his efforts were turned to a goal that seems now to being achieved. A long list of events, large and small, could be compiled, but the current big issue is coronavirus, and it will serve as the great example. I recognize that there are many viewpoints on what the reality of all of this is, so please forgive me if this is not your personal view. Of suspicious Chinese origin, we're confronted with a new disease that we are told has the potential of wiping out civilization worldwide. What a pleasant prospect. In a short period of time, it has engulfed the world with fear. As we are told, we don't have a chance of survival without the magic vaccine. Never mind that there are two drugs that are already in the drugstores that can solve the problem for anyone stricken. They have a major problem, however. They are out of patent and extremely inexpensive to produce. That means they have no value to big pharma. Ignore them. Ban them. Move forward with a vaccine that has not been proven or tested enough to know what to expect, but which can garner large profits. Once being used, it was quickly found that the new vaccine has major problems causing secondary issues that are huge compared to what they were supposed to cure. Serious conditions, including death, are being reported on a constant basis but not by the normally watched or listened to major media. The statistical focus, without mentioning this key factor, is on those with compromised immune systems or other serious medical conditions. They obviously have the greatest risk and are the ones forming the list of seriously ill or dead. There are many others who are experiencing incredible and fast-acting, irreversible medical problems. Meanwhile, it is being learned that the average person with good health 
and a functioning immune system is almost sure to escape all concerns. Why? For most of those who get it, it's little more than a case of a bad cold or flu. Funny, try to find statistics for flu in the past 18 months and you'll find it difficult. It would appear that nearly all flu cases have been listed as COVID, making the statistics skewed heavily. Let's try to focus on the real issue here. There is a high probability that a very large portion of the world's population will be killed by the vax within the next year or so. Others will never be able to function normally again. Many are unknowingly being sterilized and will never be able to bear children. These are verifiable facts that the major media will not report. Even with all of this, pressure continues to mount to give the vax to even the very young. Now, let's compare two major forces that are at work here. Then you tell me who you think is behind the vaccine. Again, I'm reminded of John 10.10, which tells us the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Ultimately, the Lord wins, but at a very high price. Today in our Resource Center, we have Steve Strang's brand new book, God and Cancel Culture, Stand Strong Before It's Too Late. This book will help you realize the seriousness of the battle before us and illuminate the present circumstance for the purpose of doing good to bring hope. It will document what is happening in our country, how believers can respond, and why we can look expectantly to the future. God and Cancel Culture by Steve Strang is available for a gift of $25 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. Make sure you get copies for your family and everyone at church. We all need to be prepared to stand against cancel culture before it's too late. God and Cancel Culture by Steve Strang, 1-800-652-1144, or online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Be sure and register for our Fall Virtual Prophecy Conference. This is an all-online conference. Great speakers that are all online. Billy Crone, Bill Federer, Greg Patton, Larry Stamm, James Collins, Dr. Kenneth Hill, and our very own Larry Spargimino. You can watch all the sessions when you want, as often as you want, from the comfort of your home. Watch anytime between October 29th and November the 6th. Register today for our Fall Virtual Prophecy Conference, swrc.com, and click on Conferences. Or you can register by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. And remember, you can register online, swrc.com. Tomorrow, Steve Strang continues to look at God and cancel culture. 
Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com.